boys. We are a husband and wife duo with a radically optimistic take on politics, culture, and how Christians might think about this crazy world. Today we're coming to you with a episode featuring our chief political correspondent, Rachel, <laughs> to talk about what's, what's going on in Congress. A historic moment. Um, we have had friends ask who aren't in the Beltway kind of questions about what went on with the Speaker of the House getting booted. Shout so out to Danny. We thought that we would do something for people outside the Beltway wondering what the heck is happening. And for Danny. This. And for Danny. Really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably our siblings, too. <laughs> That's about it. No. <laughs> all our all our handful of listeners. Yeah, and if you're not interested, delete it. And um, if you're inside the Beltway, I'm sure you have your own hot take about this that's true and, but i mean it is know. somewhat convoluted i even okay have... so what what happened before okay we, well okay yeah. so the speaker of the house of representatives deposed is the <laughs> correct term i'm uh, not sure but sure he's still alive but he lost he was voted <laughs> out of his island. position yes and you, you said his everyone's saying historic 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 for the first time ever 100 years and I finally figured out why today. It's because it's the first time the speaker's been ousted without a successor, right? That's the historic part with motion yes. to vacate. I'm not sure if motion to vacate has actually ever, like, I don't know if 100 years ago, motion to vacate was ever used to kick a speaker out. Oh. So motion to vacate. So within, um, there, there are house rules that the um, party in power gets to rewrite if they want to um, uh-huh. every time that Congress changes hands. This is like how things should operate. How things should operate. So the rules for how bills come to the floor and how people are elected to positions and all sorts of things like mm-hmm. that. And there's lots of different like procedures. So there are... I don't know how many staff, but a handful of staff that like know house rules backwards and forwards and know how to really, really utilize them to get bills moving and whatnot. So it's like a, a skill. But um, at the beginning of this Congress, in order to um, get his speakership role, McCarthy had to make all these concessions. So Republicans, you know, going go back to the midterms, they thought it was going to be a red wave with a big majority. Right. It Womp. wasn't. It was a slim majority, uh-huh. which gives... It's a little tiny wave, ripple. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to find consensus when you have a small majority because you can only lose a handful of people in your party. What is the majority? Like given, two... Let's see, eight over, so 222. 222, what? Because eight people... Like 218 was the is yeah. magic number? So is it... I'm not sure what the... 226 then? 226. Somewhere around yeah. there. Because 218 is the magic number to get anything done. Yeah, so 220... Yeah, it's... I, I don't know this off the top of my head. But numbers. Okay, anyway, Yeah, sorry. it's a slim majority. Okay, Less so, than so, 10. <laughs> so back then, McCarthy, and he's been wanting this this top dog position. Like, Speaker of the House is very powerful because they're setting the agenda, what bills to get voted on, what don't. Right. Appointing committees, like committee chairs, and they're controlling what legislation. Like, very, very influential. Uh, what third in line for the president oh. right third or fourth, fourth up there right it's top top yeah. five <laughs> right 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 
I mean, yeah, most powerful position in the House yes, of Representatives. Absolutely. And House of Representatives controls the money. And in all the negotiations, yep. right? It's like Senate, House, White House negotiating big yep. bills together. All right. So to get this spot, he made all these concessions, concessions with yep. um, back in January. Conservatives. Uh-huh. And, you know, this <laughs> defining the like conservative group of members has shifted from when <laughs> I worked in the House, even, yes. you know. Five years ago, it used to be the House Freedom Caucus, and now there are even more, quote, conservative. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we call them more conservative. I, I don't think on policy they're more conservative it's than true. House Freedom Caucus or whatever. Um, <laughs> That's a I, different podcast. Yeah, I think on maybe <laughs> tactics, they're more like hardline or okay. whatnot. So. Anyway, ideologically, I don't know if we can call them, quote, more conservative. Okay. But, yeah, that, that opens up a whole conversation. They're kind of like your national conservative, a little mm. more Trumpian Steve Bannon right. type of um, members who didn't think House Freedom Caucus was hardcore enough. <laughs> so back, you know, back in the day, um, Freedom Caucus was like the most, quote, hardcore uh-huh. group of members. So... Freedom Caucus members and these members who now ousted him um, got all these concessions out of McCarthy, one of which is lowering the threshold for the motion to vacate. So any one member could do a MTV, a motion to vacate. Uh So that came back to bite McCarthy. He had to strike that. The old rule was you needed more people involved. Yeah. Like you couldn't just have, you couldn't just like uh, lone wolf it. Yes, I think there. I, I forget what number the threshold of signers. I mean, you had to this get. is like the yeah the parliamentary rules of the, the, the Congress. I should have looked that up this before this, wild. but yeah, it was it was a higher bar. Yes. So now though, that was the devil's bargain he struck, which everyone kind of hinted, and he probably knew that it would come to bite him, but it's what he had to do to get the position. Yep. And on top of that, he promised. Um, to do something, it's a budgetary process. So these are all process things, and people are like, process, eyes glaze over, but it's actually, you know, how stuff gets done. Yep. It's pretty important. Yep. So, yep. you know, every year we lament that the spending of our government goes through one big omnibus, and especially conservatives, and I mean, most people think it's like common sense instead of voting on everything in one massive vote that nobody can ever read and it always comes down the last trillion dollars three days of the year and it's a difficult vote um that they should break up all of the bits of spending into the 12 different it's called appropriations bills and last time that we did that was in the 90s it was a long time ago yeah (laughs) and 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 so matt gates said Speaker McCarthy, you promised to do this. You promised to give us the 12 votes on these separate bills, and you didn't do that because um, over the weekend, so McCarthy got ousted on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. and over the weekend, they struck a spending deal at Saturday night. Yeah, um, that's true. To fund the government. To fund the government. The government was going to shut down. November 17th, I So a 45-day continuing resolution. So happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) So continue all the funding. um, And Matt Gaetz said, basically, you broke your promise on this. Matt Gaetz is a congressman from Florida. He's currently embroiled in an ethics investigation that McCarthy brought against him, right? Right. For unethical behavior. Yeah, he... 
has a lot of skeletons in his closet. And so, you know, people are saying this is his vendetta to kind of clear that out. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and generally, he kind of just has his own base of support and is not a party guy. Right. Okay. So the rules were McCarthy made the concessions back in January, and then we hit the government was funded on Saturday, and then with wham. with significant Democrat support, right? So this ah, was okay. That's this true. This was not a Republican House funding bill. He had to go to the Democrats yeah. and pass this. There were only like resolution. ninety votes against it. I think the government funding yeah resolution. Okay, um, so that happened on Saturday. Yes, and then Matt Gates said you broke your promise of doing these appropriation okay. bills, and I think also he said you know you said you'd do a budget and you didn't do a budget, so. A budget is like a, a roadmap for spending and appropriations are actually spending. Got it. So a budget is more visionary. Appropriations are the actual spending of the dollars. Mm-hmm. So he said, you do all this and you didn't do it. And so you're out. And meanwhile, Freedom Caucus conservatives, for the most part, um, they ended up voting for McCarthy as hmm. speaker um, in this in this vote. And they said, you know, we would rather play as a team, as Republicans, mm-hmm. and unify and try to get some wins in 45 days when we have to readdress the spending bill. So we want right. to get some border money. We want to cut Ukraine funding. We want to do blah, blah, blah that they wanted. And they said, that's the play that we want to do. Uh-huh. We know that not having a speaker <laughs> of our party in power is going to throw us into chaos yes right and that's how most republicans felt and here we are i mean they left town was it tuesday so eight 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 members all of these kind of matt gatesian members except for one there was one moderate member nancy mace from south carolina Uh who decided to like did a podcast the next day with steve bannon and matt gates um, on why she wow. joined them okay. and it's a very odd like why this one very she's very very moderate she's been like it's totally unexpected on abortion you wouldn't have expected and, and, oh yes. interesting yeah. okay. so she joined with them oddly um and the, the reason they the, this small group can wield this much power is because the majority is so thin in republicans right right eight people voted to right so to pass any to, bill and including here yeah just eight people is all it takes really to like tip the scales yeah, and so so Matt Gates is out there saying like, well, why didn't he just do the appropriations bills? This was easy. And, you know, for anyone who follows it closely, he was trying to do the appropriations bill from all appearances. But the hard thing is that you have you have to pass these bills. <laughs> and with a thin majority, like he is Speaker of the House. Right. Can't. I mean, he can, but it doesn't look good to put a bill on the floor mm-hmm. that members in a moderate district, or if it's a moderate bill in a really conservative district, can't vote for, uh, and then have bills fail. Right. Which, you know, I think Matt Gates would probably say, let the process play out. Let these bills fail then, and we see where people really lie, and let's nail them down. The problem is, is to keep a majority, you have to win moderate districts. Okay. And to win moderate districts, some of these members can't take these votes that then would come back to bite them in a moderate district. I see. And so Speaker of the House also plays the political game of keeping the majority. So it's like the ones that the moderate district members would vote for 
the Matt Gates's that little club of eight will say, no, 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 it's not nearly conservative enough, so they'll just tank it. Yeah, yeah. So then there's no way it's passing. Right. All right. Right. See, like all these like domino things are just. I mean, yeah, so it's they're a like, it's, it's easy. Put the appropriations bills out. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, can you? No way, bro. You're not going to be a Republican bill that passes. Yeah, right. like, like, he's Techno. not going to compromise. Nope. And, you know, the House, <laughs> the House of Representatives is representative of the country. Like, right. That is how it's designed from very diverse districts. So finding consensus on things requires compromise sometimes. And we've. Yep. You know, and it, sometimes it's, it, I mean, a lot of times, it's right? hard this work, is Rachel, to come. A strategy <laughs> that conservatives use, right? Of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to hold a hard line on X, Y, or Z and right. run ads against you if you cross that line. Yep. So, so uh, to Danny's question specifically, it was why did then we have this, the Democrats siding in this vote motion to vacate with these extreme plus one moderate. <laughs> Republicans like yeah like Matt Matt Gates and his little crew are not uh they're not well beloved right in like mainstream media like they're, they're extreme like far right so like where why did the Democrats kind of uh team up with them so I think there are probably a couple things at play and I'm not sure what was the the top issue but here are the here are the things at play first you normally don't get the other party to support your speaker. Like, can you imagine if Republicans had voted for Nancy uh, Pelosi? Right. Like okay. that, that would look very poor for you. So your if you're voters. running for speaker, you just like count out the whole other party. Yeah. 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 It's, it's cause you're, it's, you're, you're running for speaker because your you're in the majority anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. You tend to, it tends to be like, get the votes from your party or okay. the leader, leader of your party. Um, I actually, I don't know historically, but in recent history, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, would be kind of unusual to get a Democrat. I mean, if you're, if you're a Democrat in a Democrat district, you don't want your voters being like, I voted for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, <laughs> like that's not a right. good look either. Like so it's kind of like no matter him? who, who it is on the Republicans who are voting to vacate, voting on the motion to vacate, the Democrats are going to, they would gonna... have to extract a pound of flesh. Got it. So if, if they really were going to find a way to, you know, bail McCarthy out of this, then they would have asked for some concessions that moving forward as Speaker of the House, probably McCarthy would have to make every have the Democrats co-leading with him on everything. And then he looks like the bad guy to the Republican voters. Exactly, because he struck this members, deal to, so, okay. with the Democrats. Um, so how did you, how did you, you said he basically had to make a choice then, right? So he had to make a choice on strategy. So whenever these guys are running, or women, or running for leadership no. positions, they have to kind of decide, like, their coalition to sh- be a show of force and okay. and then within little like factions like in high school <laughs> you have to kind of like pick off a leader of that faction to support you and maybe they'll get uh, the rest of your faction uh-huh. on board okay and so my guess is he looked at it and was like it's a no-win situation for me if i'm trying to appease the democrats and whatever i have to do to make them happy right um and so right. i'm gonna try to appease these guys but that was a no there was no way he could do that either right so he was kind of so out of roll <laughs> roll the dice towards the side that at least the republicans would conceivably vote for me at least he's <laughs> going out as a conservative right like he didn't try to he didn't switch parties switch part yeah strike a deal with the devil and then have to work with them on every bill going forward and they'd be all kind of like you know not yeah. conservative bills moving forward 
Yeah. Um, or, that's you know, very, whatever they asked. That's for. a very helpful breakdown. And so, yeah. So, but I did read, you know, Politico reporter saying that um, in retribution, so the acting, the Speaker of the House is uh, Patrick McHenry, which yep. is kind of one of the North Carolina right? deputies. And he um, always wears bow ties. <laughs> the leadership kicked Steny Hoyer and Nancy Pelosi out of their, like, they're called Capitol oh, Hideaways, special yeah. little offices that you get in the Capitol, like, kicked them out as, like, that's like a tit for tat so like you didn't help us out of this mess so we're not letting you have a fancy office Uh. here um so you know i do think there's some bad blood there still um (laughs) i feel like there was another factor but that's that that's what i think is so now so everyone went home what was that tweet like after a hard week's work, like <laughs> I deserve a break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they they adjourned the house, which we're so we're losing a week. Maybe it's not a great look. <laughs> yeah, so we're losing a week of potential like progress towards funding the government. Oh, let's be real, like they won't be we won't be doing a bunch of work on that anyway because the deadline's November seventeenth. And now it's what so McHenry's filling those shoes, but then they'll need to nominate and vote on a new speaker, right? Right. And so what, Jim Jordan has thrown his hat in the ring. Steve Scalise. Uh, yes, rumors. they both sent letters to their colleagues. Uh, for those of you not paying close attention, rumors that uh, President Donald Trump will show up at the Republican meeting on Monday. Yeah, Monday night. Because of this favorite role that everyone loves to throw around. If you haven't heard it, it's kind of astounding. You can become the Speaker of the House without being... <laughs> A member of the house so there's a non-zero chance of former president donald trump being the speaker but i i mean what's that's like yeah i think they're saying like he's saying it's a temp i'm gonna come in temporarily fix things and <laughs> oh yes <laughs> well, yeah. renowned fixing things skill yeah so in that, between visits to the court it's wild it's wild so i mean yeah it really is and anything can happen anything those are very helpful breakdown Danny, I hope that was uh, a helpful answer to your excellent question. Yeah, so so far, yeah, Jim Jordan, Steve Scalise in the running. We'll see if any of them can uh, win the conference over. It's Whew. it's a tough, and what yeah, what they have to promise, and can they fulfill it? You know, could could a speaker Jim Jordan do twelve appropriations bills, and then what would happen when we lose our majority? I I don't know. It's a good. We'll see. Yeah. Because there's still just that slim majority, group of eight. That could I mean, there's probably going to be, maybe, like, was it 15 rounds, voting rounds to get McCarthy's spot as speaker? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting, you know, like, do the moderates form a group and extract concessions or, you know, <laughs> that hasn't really ever happened, but. Ooh. <laughs> What do we want? Moderate things. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably why. <laughs> Reasonable <laughs> solutions. <laughs> that really gets the headlines. Well, this is helpful, Rachel. Thanks for being on the beat. All right. Stinkers and thinkers. <laughs> Stinkers and thinkers. What's your thinker? Oh. Um or do we like <laughs> would we like to do stinkers last to end on a no, stinkers first and on a high note? Yeah. Is that what yeah. we did? Okay, 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 okay. What's your stinker? I think this will be surprising <laughs> to you. So on our date night we rented barbie okay and while i did you didn't like the date i did think it was funny (laughs) my date was okay date stink but the movie was great (laughs) 
<laughs> they could have been better. <laughs> Stinker. <laughs> <laughs> the date was great. I think Barbie was so hyped that I thought I thought You didn't like it? I thought Ryan Gosling was funny. You mean amazing? He was he was quite good. I think he was the highlight. He was the highlight. He was so funny, but overall, it just it was slightly boring. Boring. Like the plot was slightly boring. The one liners and like the funny bits were funny. Yes, but the plot was boring. What do you mean? I mean, yeah, true. I guess I didn't care about the plot at all. Right. Like the plot was not consequential. I know that was shocking. Taylor, what is your stinker? It was shocking. My stinker was a movie you refused to watch with me. Oh, no. <laughs> Meg 2, The Trench. <laughs> when did you watch this? <laughs> One of the nights you were out doing Girls something. Girls' night. I don't know. Yeah, I refused to watch it. Oh, and well, it was it a stinker. Out, huh? It turns out it was a good call. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Statham. 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 The bald guy. The bald guy. <laughs> don't say bald, Rachel. Uh, I love. So I was a big fan of Meg, the Meg, Meg. I don't know. Not referring to <laughs> Megan or a person, but the megalodon, giant prehistoric sharks, of course. <laughs> Every year. like, like you're a fan of the concept. No, no, no. I like the movie. I li- <laughs> like I mean, you're you're still a ten year old boy. He like oh yeah, megalodon. Are you kidding me? Like forty five foot. <laughs> Sharks, and you see those jaws in like the aquariums. You like walk through, and it's pretty cool. So I was like, okay, movie. And I watched it with a friend, and it was just a great time. The Meg or Meg? What I don't even know. It came out in like 2018. So here I am, like, great Meg two. This will be a good time. It wasn't. <laughs> I didn't even I couldn't even finish it. It was just sort of reminded me of like the Godzilla movies, where like it's just inane plot that it's like, come on, guys, we we just want to see the monsters fight. <laughs> And it was, I, I don't even, uh, maybe I'll try. What's your thinker? Sunk cost, sunk cost. Haha, <laughs> sunk. It's in the water. My, okay, my thinker, you know, in busy seasons where I feel like the end of the day, my, my brain is just kaput. <laughs> I turn to reality TV, which there are many things about my mid 30s self I did not expect <laughs> in my mid 20s. And one of those is the descent into liking some reality TV. Uh 22 year old me would have scoffed at me today. Oh, but that said, I am enjoying the season of Love is Blind. The character stories. I mean, you just can't stop watching. You got to know what happens. And <laughs> even Taylor, you know, when you walk by, you get drawn That's in. That's true. That's true. Be honest. Can't look away. Can't look away. <laughs> exactly. That's great. Uh, what was my thinker? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Music? No. Hmm. It was something... Maybe it was the book. I don't, oh, I think it was the book. Um, what's it called? That hideous strength. Oh, didn't did you, I talk about I that? I think that was last oh. time. Uh oh. <laughs> you can't double up. No, I can't double up. What was my? <laughs> I forget. Oh, <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> I did like Barbie. Yeah, there were a lot of laughs. Good string of jokes. Okay, um, so you endorse. I'm man. You know what? I would say though, it's funny. You should funny. you should see it with good laughs, but it's not like wow, this will become a historical film. 
Maybe. I don't know. In historical film. I mean, it broke records. I, man, what, what was my thinker? I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, we're recording this in the evening. To Rachel's earlier point, rain. I think we should just call it a thinking. day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening.